Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Sorry, I've been running a little late. Um, I'm super, super tired. I'm trying to make sure I don't get too tired. It's it's hard when you kind of go and have a long day today. And so pray for your pastor. Um, but anyways, here we are. Uh, Pastor Jeremy here with the full 180. I'm so glad you're joining me. Let us pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you, God, that you are a good God. Lord, that you are a God that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't want robots, Lord, but you want people that want to want you and want to love you. Right now, Lord, we ask right now that you would wash us clean. Lord, we repent. Lord, I repent of my sins. <clears throat> Lord, I ask that you would wash me with your blood. Lord, I turn and I repent and turn full 180 from the direction of anything that is displeasing to you, Lord. I ask now, God, that you would wash, Lord, that you would forgive, Lord. I repent and I ask your forgiveness this morning. And it says in your word that you took the bread and you broke it and you said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me, Lord. I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for your sacrifice. I thank you for your broken body. We love you and we can never repay or thank you enough. Let us take the symbol of his broken body together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And it said he took the cup and he blessed it and he, he gave thanks and he said, this is the blood of my new covenant and it is for the forgiveness of the sins of the whole world. Do this in remembrance of me, Lord. We thank you for your blood that was shed. Lord, we thank you, God, that you... Lord, that you paid the price for my sins and the sins of the entire world, eternity past and eternity future. Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name. Let us take the symbol of his sacrifice together. <clears throat> we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. <clears throat> we thank you, Lord. We worship you. We glorify you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good. Here we go. <clears throat> we are in Luke. We're going to read Luke 6 and 7 this morning, and then we're going to go over our memory verses for this week. So here we are. Luke 6, of course, the Amplified Version. Let us read the word together. Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. One Sabbath, <clears throat> while Jesus was passing through the fields of standing grain, it happened that his disciples were picking heads of grain and rubbing them in their hands and eating them. But some of the Pharisees say, why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus replied to them, have you not even read in the scriptures that what David did when he was hungry and he and those who were with him, <clears throat> how he went into the house of God and took and ate the consecrated bread, which is not lawful for anyone to eat, to eat except the priests alone, and how he also gave it to the men who were with him. Jesus was saying to them, the son of man, the Messiah is Lord, even of the Sabbath, <laughs> another Sabbath. <clears throat> On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and taught, a, and a man was present whose right hand was withered. The scribes and Pharisees were watching him closely with malicious intent to see if he would actually heal someone on the Sabbath so that they might find a reason to accuse him. But he was aware of their thoughts, and he said to the man with the withered hand, get up 
and come forward. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you directly, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or to do evil, to save a life or to destroy it? After looking around at them all, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he did. And his hand was fully restored. But the scribes and Pharisees were filled with senseless rage and a lack of spiritual insight and disgust with one another what they might do to Jesus, choosing the twelve. Now at this time, Jesus went off on the mountain to pray, and he spent the whole night praying to God in prayer to God. <clears throat> when day came, he called his disciples and selected 12 of them, whom he also named apostles, special messengers, personally chosen representatives, Simon, who he also named Peter and his brother Andrew, the, and the brother brothers James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, also Nathanael, and Matthew, Levi the tax collector, and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas also called Thaddeus, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor to the Lord. Then Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place, and there was a large crowd of disciples and a vast multitude of people from all over Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon, who had come to listen to him and be healed of their diseases. Even those who were troubled by unclean spirits, demons were being healed. All the people were trying to touch him because healing his healing power was coming from him and healing them all. The Beatitudes, and looking forward, his disciples, he began speaking, blessed Spiritually prosperous and happy to be admired are you who are poor in spirit, those devoid of spiritual arrogance and those who regard themselves as insignificant for the kingdom of God is yours, both now and forever. I love the way the Amplified paraphrases this and brings us just a little bit deeper understanding. Blessed, joyful, nourished by God's goodness are you who are who hunger now for righteousness, actively seeking right, standing with God for you will be completely satisfied. Blessed. Forgiven, refreshed by God's grace, are you who weep now over your sins and repent? For you will laugh when the burden of sin is lifted. Blessed, morally courageous, and spiritually alive with life, joy, in God's goodness, are you who, when people hate you and exclude you from their fellowship and insult you and scorn your name as evil because of your association with the Son of Man? Rejoice on that day and leap for joy when you, for your reward in heaven is great, absolutely inexhaustible for their fathers used to treat the prophets in the same way. But woe, judgment is coming to you who are rich and place your faith in possessions while remaining spiritually impoverished. You are already receiving your full comfort in full and there is nothing left to be rewarded to you. Woe to you who are well-fed, gorged, and satiated now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, enjoying a life of self-indulgence, for you will mourn and weep and deeply long for God. Woe to you when all people seek well of you, the people speak well of you and praise you, for their fathers used to treat the false prophets in the same way. Be careful of people's compliments. Jesus. But I say to you who hear me and pay attention to my words, love that is unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies. Make it a a practice to do good to those who hate you. Bless and show kindness to those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Whoever strikes you on the cheek, offer him the other one also. Pardon me. Simply ignore insignificant insults or losses. And do not bother to retaliate. Maintain your dignity. <coughs> Pardon me. I have hiccups. 
Whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. Give it, give to everyone who asks of you. Forever, whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat others the same way you want them to treat you. If you only love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even for even the sinners love those who love them. If you don't, if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect to receive it back, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to receive back the same amount. But love that is unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies and do good and lend expecting nothing in return for your reward will be great, rich, abundant, and you will be sons of the most high because he himself is kind and gracious and good to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, responsive, compassionate, tender as your heavenly father is merciful. Do not judge others self-righteously and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others when you are guilty and unrepentant. You will not be condemned for your hypocrisy. Pardon others when they truly repent and change and you will be pardoned when you truly repent and change give and it will be given to you they will pour into your lap a good measure pressed down shaken together and running over with no space left for more <clears throat> Ooh, that's power can you see that very well sorry it's kind of very translucent there i'm sorry about that <clears throat> there we go <clears throat> Did you hear that? Let me read that one more time. Give and it will be given to you. They will pour it into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over with no space left for more. For with the standard of measure you use when you do good to others, it will be measured to you. He also said to the said told them a parable can a blind man guide another blind man will they both not fall into a hole in the ground a student is not superior to his teacher but everyone after he has been completely trained will be like his teacher <clears throat> why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye but do not notice or consider the log or the sororo uh, the, the sequoia tree that is in your own eye. How can you say to your brother, brother, allow me to take out the speck that is in your eye when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? Oh my gosh, that was so weird. That was the balloon that they gave. Is it for my birthday? No, it's that with Valentine's Day. Ariana gave it to us. You hypocrite, play actor, pretender. First take the log out of your own eye. Then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. For there is no good. Sorry, the balloon's actually getting in the shot. For there is no good tree which produces bad fruit, nor, nor on the other hand a bad tree which produces good fruit. For each tree is known and identified by its own fruit. For figs are not picked from thorn bushes, nor is a cluster of grapes picked from a briar bush. The intrinsically good man produces what is good and honorable and moral out of good treasure stored in his heart and is intrinsically, and the intrinsically evil man produces what is wicked and depraved out of the evil in his own heart, for his mouth speaks from the overflow of his heart. A secure foundation. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not practice what I tell you? <clears throat> Everyone who comes to me and listens to my words and obeys them, I will show you whom he is. He is like a far-sighted, practical, and sensible man building a house who dug deep and laid a foundation on the rock. And when the flood occurred and the torrent burst against that house, yet could not shake it because it had been securely built and founded on the rock. But the one who has merely heard and has not practiced what I say is like a foolish man who built a house on the ground without any foundation and the torrent burst against it and immediately collapsed. And the ruin of that house was great. Jesus heals the centurion's slaves, slave. 
just one slave. After he had finished all that had, <clears throat> all that he had said in the hearing of the people, he went to, per, to Capernaum. Now a Roman centurion slave who was highly regarded by him, <clears throat> sorry, was sick and on the verge of death. When the centurion heard about Jesus, he went to, he went, he sent some Jewish elders to him, asking him to come and save the life of his slave. When they reached Jesus, they pleaded with him earnestly to come saying, he is worthy for you to do this for him because he loves our nation and he built us our synagogue at his own expense and Jesus went with them. But when he was near the house, the centurion sent friends to him saying, Lord, do not trouble yourself any further for I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. <clears throat> Therefore, I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you, but just speak a word and my slave will be healed. For I also am a man subject to authority with soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go and he goes and to another come and he, <clears throat> and he come comes and to my slave do this. And he does it. Now, Jesus heard this and he was amazed at him and turned and said to the crowd that was following him, I say to you, not even in Israel, have I found such great faith as this man's? When the messengers who had sent the return to the house, they found the slave in good health. Soon after, Jesus went into a city called Nain, near Nazareth, and his disciples had a large crowd, and his disciples and a large crowd accompanied him. Now, as he approached the city, city gate, <clears throat> a dead man was being carried out, the son of his mother, and she is a widow, and a large crowd from the city was with her in the funeral procession. And when the Lord saw her and felt great compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. And he came up and touched the briar on which the body rested. And the pallbearer stood. He said, Young man, I say to you, arise from death. The man who was dead sat up and began to speak. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. Fear and profound awe gripped all of them, gripped them all. And they began glorifying, honoring, and praising God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people to help and care and provide for them. This news about him spread throughout all the Judea and in all the surrounding countryside. Sorry, I got something. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> a delegation from John. John's disciples brought, a, brought word to him in prison and all those of all these things. John called two disciples and the Lord, uh, sorry, and sent them to the Lord saying, are you the expected one, the Messiah, or should we look for someone else? So the men came to Jesus and said, John the Baptist sent us to ask you, are you the expected one, the Messiah, or should we look for someone else? At that very hour, Jesus healed many people and sickness, infirmities, <laughs> and evil spirits, and he gave a gracious gift of sight to many who were blind. So he replied to them, go and tell John about everything you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news, gospel preached to them, blessed, joyful, spiritually favored is he who does not... Uh, take offense at me. When John's messengers left, Jesus began to speak on the crowd to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What did you see? What did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing, entirely unsuited for the harsh wilderness. Those who were uh, those were splendid clothing and live in luxury are in royal palaces. But what did you really go out to see? A prophet? Yes, you say, and one far more eminent and remarkable than the prophet who, foretold, who foretells the future. This is the one whom it is written by the prophet Malachi. Behold, I send my messenger ahead of you, and I will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. Yet he is the least in the kingdom of God, is greater in privilege than he. 
<clears throat> pardon me, all the people and the tax collectors who heard Jesus acknowledge the validity of God's justice, having been baptized with John's baptism of John, but the Pharisees and the lawyers, who were experts in the Mosaic law, annulled and set aside God's purpose for themselves, not having been baptized by John. To what? Then shall I compare the people of this generation who set aside God's plan. And what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another and saying, we played in, we played the flute for you, pretending to be at a wedding, <clears throat> and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, pretending to be at a funeral, and you did not weep. So nothing we did appealed to you, for John the Baptist has come neither eating nor drinking wine, but you, and you say, he has a demon. The son of man has come eating and drinking. And you say, look, <clears throat> a man who is a glutton and a heavy wine drinker, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, including non-observant Jews, yet wisdom is vindicated and shows to be right by all her children, by the lifestyle, moral character, the good deeds of her followers. The anointing in Galilee, one of the Pharisees asked Jesus to eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house in the region of Galilee and reclined at the table. Now there was a woman in the city who was known as a sinner. And when she found out <clears throat> that he was reclining at the table in the, in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster vial of perfume and standing behind him and his at his feet, weeping, and she began wetting his feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair from her head and respectfully kissed his feet as an act of signifying both affection and submission and anointed them with perfume. Now when Simon the Pharisee, who had invited him, saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who and what sort of woman this is and who is touching him, that she is a notorious sinner, an outcast devoted, devoted to sin, parable of two debtors. Jesus answering said to the Pharisee, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he replied, teacher, say it. A certain money lender who has, oh, sorry, has two debtors. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. <clears throat> and they have no means of repaying the debts. He freely gave them both, forgave them both. So which of them will love him more? Simon answered, the one, I take it, whom he forgave. The one Sorry, Simon answered, the one I take it for whom he forgave more. And Jesus said to him, you have decided correctly. And then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I came into your house, but you failed to extend me the usual courtesies shown to a guest. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair, demonstrating her love. You gave me no welcome kiss. But from the moment I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. And you did not even anoint my head with ordinary oil, but she has anointed my feet with costly and rare perfume. Therefore, I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much, but he who forgives who is forgiven little, loves little. When he said to her, your sins are forgiven, those who were reclining at the table with him began saying among themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, your faith in me has saved you. Go in peace, free from distress, experienced because of sin. I think I'm going to preach that on Sunday. I feel the anointing right now on that whole end of that chapter of Luke 7, dear Jesus. Whew, Lord, let us do our scriptures. My God, hallelujah. Jesus, okay, we're in obedience to Christ. Here we got these two. John 14, 21, he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me 
will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. That's John 14, 21. Again, John 14, 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and I will manifest myself to him. That's John 14, 21. Romans 12, 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So let's not forget the 99. These are the last ones you have till Sunday to memorize them. And on Monday, I will give you the new ones. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it renews our mind, Lord, that it strengthens and it it uplifts us, God. I ask right now that you would bless everyone watching that's watching now and watching later. Lord, we put on the whole armor of God. Lord, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. We shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We put on our helmet of salvation. We take our shield of faith, Lord, and our sword of the spirit, which is your word and your spirit. Lord, let us walk in your word. Let us walk in your spirit and let us walk in faith today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I love you. And I'll see you next Monday for the full 180. I'll see those of you tomorrow for our corporate prayer at 9 a.m. at the church at the river. And I'll see those of you Sunday at the river at 1130. I love you and have a blessed weekend. Bye.